Hello and welcome to the stories of Northern Life from the Sault Ste. Marie Museum. You've heard of Prince Township, right? Just outside of Sault Ste. Marie, heading towards Grocap? Well, John Prince is the guy that township is named after. Also, Bellevue Park? Well, there's a story behind how he named that place, too. John Prince is a pretty interesting character. And you can tell me at the end of this episode if you think he deserves such an honor of being named after. So let's get into the early life of John Prince. He was born in England in 1796. John Prince was educated first by his uncle, a Church of England clergyman, and then at Collegiate Grammar School in Hereford. In 1813, he married his wife, Mary Ann Millington. They later had seven sons and one daughter. In the same year, 1813, he was commissioned a lieutenant in the 1st Regiment of Herefordshire Militia, but left the regiment in 1815 to begin the study of law. He was admitted to the bar in 1821 and embarked upon what rapidly became a successful career, practicing at Westerheim, Kent from 1821 to 1823, and at Chettleman, Gloucestershire from 1823 to 1813, and at Glentelheim, Gloucestershire, from 1823 to 1833. In 1831, he joined Gray's in London. He showed an interest in politics by campaigning in 1832 on behalf of the Whig candidate for the House of Commons. Prince was a respected lawyer, and he would soon seek many rewards from this career alongside his political ambitions. But in the summer of 1833, he suddenly abandoned his law practice, uprooted his family, and set off for the interior of North America. This drastic change was induced by family troubles, more specifically trying to escape from John's father, who was a habitually lazy person that idled time away. What he was reportedly good at was illegally making malt, and yes, he did get caught and fined more than 1,100 pounds in 1826. He was convicted of illegally operating a soup factory he faced many more fines that John Prince was left to pay for until he just stopped. Simply put, John Prince was just profoundly embarrassed by his dad. He wanted to relocate. And that they did in Sandwich, now part of Windsor, Ontario. As you can tell, there is a lot to this colorful character already. But let's keep going. John was a passionate hunter and read stories of Canada and the game there. Upper Canada seemed like a nice place for him. Lots of game, of course. It was a place where men with capital could start over. It was a suitable distance away from home. And he could still be British. Though the next chapter of his life is filled with a lot of guilt for leaving his father, especially after the news he passed in prison January 1st, 1834. He also grew a strong discontentment with his new country, which I will probably touch on later. From his diaries, he expressed the wish to escape life altogether, but he also was very committed to his self-misery. He hated, quote, this wretched country where man's capital and killing exertions 
go for nothing. Yet, he felt driven to participate in public life to avoid domestic unhappiness. In Sandwich, Prince supported himself at first by the proceedings of his law practice in Chetelenheim, and this source of income appears to have accounted for much of his income for the rest of his life. After a year, he acquired park lots just beyond that town. These became the basis for his park farm on which he built a Regency cottage in 1835. Far, far away from the nearest road, this is another apparent manifestation of his desire to escape. In Upper Canada, people of education were few and needed, and soon after his arrival, Prince named, in July 1835, a magistrate for the Western District. Magistrate is a civil officer or lay judge who administers the law, he probably conducted court that deals with minor offenses and holds preliminary hearings for more serious ones. After the death of his youngest son, George Prince, in 1836, John made a change in the direction of politics. He offered himself as candidate for the two-member Essex riding in the House of Assembly. He ran as an independent. He was a pretty popular guy at the time with his new life in Sandwich that he headed to the poll. In 1836, Prince was elected to the Legislative Assembly of Upper Canada for Essex. He was very active in his term in the Assembly. He introduced and carried five bills, which was perhaps the most successful in his parliamentary career. There were all of general benefits to his constituents, including the creation of the Western District Bank, land title regulations to induce British immigrants to remain in Canada rather than move on to the United States, and closed season game laws, a topic very dear to John. In July 1836, he had been appointed chairman of the Court of Quarter Seasons in the Western District, and that autumn, he accepted the presidency of the Niagara and Detroit Rivers Railroad Company. When the rebellion led by William Lyon Mackenzie broke out in Upper Canada late in 1837, Prince volunteered to serve in the militia. In 1838, the main concern at Sandwich was the defense of the western frontier of Upper Canada against the Patriot attacks from Detroit. He participated in the capture of the Patriot schooner Anne, which carried Edward Alexander Thier on January 9, 1836. He fought on the 25th of February in the Battle of Fighting Island and on the 3rd of March at the Battle of Pelee Island when Patriots attempted landings in Upper Canada. Just a few days later, he and a few companions captured the Patriot General Thomas Jefferson Sutherland, whom they found by accident, wandering near the Amherstburg. Prince was soon Colonel of the 3rd Essex Militia. Prince's military career is brief but definitely noteworthy. He had more personal concerns that summer, though. Another son was born, but his birth was complicated with the near death of Mary Ann Prince, his wife. 
and on, and on the 15th of August, Prince was called to the bar of Upper Canada. But the danger of invasion of Upper Canada was not over. On November 25th, Prince was given the command of the militia post at Sandwich and was asked to call out all militia regiments in anticipation of an attack. On the 4th of December, more than 150 patriots crossed to Windsor and took the town. Led by Prince, the militia dispersed and 27 of whom were killed. During the battle, Prince, quote, resolved upon shooting at once and without a moment's hesitation, every bandit who happened to be captured and brought in. By Prince's orders, five men were shot. This severe wrongdoing was a shock and was criticized by many with, with the fear of a war between Great Britain and the United States. But he had a lot of local support and popularity that he flourished in. A year later, Prince was exonerated. On that note, we're going to end this here. And I'll have you come back again next week to hear what comes next in John Prince's life. Hint, hint, he relocates again to Sault Ste. Marie. And we have his journal entries. So come back next week for another episode of the Stories of Northern Life. I hope you learned a little something new about Sault Ste. Marie history and the people that influenced it. Ciao for now. Ciao for now.